Welcome back to The, the Mentors. Mentors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vadim. And Sergey, And this is another episode of The 5-Minute Pick-Me-Up, a weekly series where we tell you stories about entrepreneurs that we meet or stories that we hear to motivate you for the week to come. Today's episode is inspired by the rabbit hole that I went down this morning of digging into the founding story of Instacart. It was a company that was started in 2012 by Apoorva Mehta, who's about our age, and now the company's worth billions of dollars. And when I was listening to his story this morning, I realized that I actually thought of the same exact idea in 2011, months before he did. And you know what? It didn't matter. It didn't matter at all because that idea died before it could ever come to fruition. And how many people have told you that, oh, I thought of Facebook before it was built? Well, the moral of this episode is just because you thought of something doesn't mean that you're going to be the one to succeed in it. And Instagram is a perfect example of it. In 2011, when I thought of the idea, I called it Hub Runners. It was a way for people, runners as we would call them, to go and get stuff for you, delivered for you from grocery stores or from anywhere that you wanted. And Hub because it was in a city, a major city. And I was recently laid off or a company that I was working for was acquired after laying everybody off. And so I was thinking of startup ideas I could start. And guess what? I worked for about eight months trying to develop a prototype for this. I was teaching myself how to use the Joomla content management system just to show to people what it would actually look like. While I was thinking about this, somebody named Apoorva Mehta was thinking about the same idea. He also had about 20 failed business ideas under his belt. He was also uh, out of a job at this point of time. The difference between him and I is that he could actually bring the idea to fruition. He could. He was the person who could actually make it a reality, at least in the short term. Execution risk is for everyone, but at least How quickly can you actually make something real? So while I was doing all that research and trying to learn that content management system to build a technology, Apurva was actually coding an app, a mobile app actually, within a matter of a couple of weeks in order to help people order from grocery stores. And the first thing that he did is, instead of building out a whole inventory system, he found a a website of an existing grocery store and he scraped their website for all of the produce on their website and all of the grocery items on their website and he was able to show it on his app and let people order it. And so right away, he was able to make something that looked real within a matter of a couple of weeks. He actually created the app, coded it. He made an order, the first order on the app, and then he delivered that order to himself in that first iteration. And then he gave the app to a couple of his friends. He told them, hey, check this out. He actually saw that they started using it. Within a matter of weeks, he saw people that he didn't even recognize were using it. And then he was off to the races and actually going on Craigslist to hire people to do deliveries for him where he could actually hire them as independent contractors. So just a matter of about a month, he was able to not only create an app that was functioning, but also get users on it and start hiring people before ever raising any money. This would have been impossible for me. So... Of course, he went on to raise $200 million. The company is now worth over $2 billion. But the reason why he had a higher chance of success than Sergey in this scenario was he could run the same exact test, which is essentially validating if this was a problem worth solving and if people would want to use this product and leverage the service because he could create the product himself in a month. And he could test it with his network. For Sergey to even create a prototype at the time uh, took uh, at least eight months. And by then, he ran out of steam and, of course, wasn't spending his time working on the things that do matter, which is actually testing it with customers and seeing if there is real demand. Apoorva was able to test real demand very, very quickly and validate it. 
and that's why I gave up on it. I like Vadim said, I I actually did lose steam. I had no wins. I had nothing that indicated that it would work. Every time that I would think about how to execute on this idea, I had five or 10 more obstacles that I needed to figure out how to overcome. And ultimately, it was just something that I saw that I wasn't able to execute on. So Apoorva was in the exact same shoes that many of us are or have been at some point in our lives where we're trying one thing after another. We keep on failing and sometimes it's hard to understand why. But the reason why he succeeded in this case is because again, he was uniquely positioned to build a business like this. So think about what you've been focusing on. Think about what you've done that just hasn't been working. And how can you shift the perspective now to work on something that you're actually uniquely positioned to work on because you're good at it or you have a network or some kind of advantage over everybody else? Actually, our recent episode with Teespring, Evan Stites Clayton talked about the exact same thing. He called it the pinwheel of productivity that he had between him and his co-founder because they were front-end and back-end developers and they had also the ability to get users. Every time one of them had a task in front of them that they were able to complete to move the business forward, the other one could take over and work on the rest of it. So they actually had the skills to make it a reality and they were able to have this endless pinwheel of productivity with or without funding. And Aprova had exactly the same thing. something that I just did not have in that business. So that's really the main takeaway for this week is, especially if it's your first business, focus on building something that you can actually make real in some way, shape, or form and prove to yourself that that business can actually exist and should exist in the world. And focus on something that you can test as quickly as possible. I think that was one of the big takeaways from Aprova as well. Hopefully this gives you some ideas on how you can act this week. And if you have any questions or just want to reach out to us, email Vadim at TheMentors.co or Sergey at TheMentors.co and we'd love to help you through your idea or through your business this week. <laughs>